afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me today in the co-host chair is Murray Valeriano. Hold on, I'm getting a phone call from Pat Francis. <laughs> it's uh, good to be back, man. Thanks for having me. It hasn't seemed like you haven't been here for a while. It seems like it's been a very, very long time. It's been a while. We record a couple episodes at a time. The last time Murray was here was with, uh, with everybody mm-hmm. for the year end in review. And what a great, fun show that was. I enjoyed it, and I even listened back to it. Yeah, I listened to that one, too. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was and, a lot of fun. And uh, But this one will be better, because we want to share our fun time with Seriously. those other three people. Seagull. Yak, 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 yak. Come on. Already. And the ladies, as uh, I call them. I call them the lovely ladies of Rock Solid. <laughs> they're going to have a pictorial. <laughs> oh, good. A calendar? Yeah, they're going to have a calendar. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> that would be awesome. Each one gets rock six solid. <laughs> We should have a Rock Solid calendar next year. We'll <laughs> each get... Uh, how many day, what, do you divide? We, well, throw, we, can't have, we throw Kyle in there. No, we can't throw Kyle in there because it's an odd number. Well, no, because there's... No, you're, no, no, Kyle's no. in every picture. No, no, Kyle Just would make it six. We'd each have two months. Wait, one, yeah. two, three, four, five. No, two girls. Oh, you I'm and, not counting you. you. See, well, that's <laughs> weird. Maybe I'm in everyone with... That's what I said about Kyle. I think it'd be fun if it was like like Siegel in like a bikini bottom and like right. Kyle in the back mopping or something. Okay, I like it. Hey, um... The last time you were here, or just as a solo episode with uh-huh. you and I, we did name check songs. We did, yeah, yeah. And sometimes too. this happens, and you can feel free to do this too. You'll come across a song, and you'll be like, oh, I wish I would have played that. That would have been perfect for that oh, episode. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do that right now. This is uh, one of my favorite albums from 2010 called Welcome to the Wasteland, and this is uh, a group called Bad City, and you'll hear who they're going to name check right in the chorus. going to call Paul Stanley on the telephone. In the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know how he answers, right? How does he answer? Yeah, salutations. <laughs> this is Paul Stanley's house. <laughs> Paul, sorry to, sorry to call you so late. Were you sleeping? Uh, let me tell you, I was a little bit sleepy. I took some Thominex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle was, uh, we haven't done this for a while either. Kyle, you were, uh, you checked uh, the uh, phone calls? Yeah, we haven't checked it for a while. We had two messages. We one, did? One sounded like it was coming from inside a Stargate. Okay. It's like all watery. <laughs> right? I, don't, I, don't know that I don't know what name. Nerd. Maybe the young kids would know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the other one? But the other one pertained to uh, the name check episode. Oh, okay. And this is, uh, this is Lance from L.A. Okay, Lance. Hey guys, it's Lance from Lake Los Angeles calling in about the name check episode. Uh, I may have missed it because you guys, every time you mentioned Ace Freely, I went into like a haze for a couple of minutes. But did you guys not even give apologies to John Mellencamp for ROCK in the USA? Um, but anyway, even better than that, um, I found I have a song that has, for my count, 33, sorry, 43 name checks in it. Oh, wow. It's called wow. Starting to Hate Country by Asylum Street Spankers. They're this, like, old-time, modern, old-time country band, like, super old-time, jug band style. Okay. And uh, they hate on new country, like, modern country. Uh, and then they list uh, a partial list of the exact artists that they enjoy listening to at 78 RPM. 
and that comes in at about 2.36, Kyle, if you could just pull that up. I feel like and, it's right uh, here. You probably can't get through the whole list. It's over 30 artists. But try and get all the way to the ladies, at least. They list the ladies. Yeah, don't tell us and, what uh, to do, Lance. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Come a little after Johnny Cash, which they say in a fun way. All right, thanks, guys. Uh, right on, Murray. Thanks, uh, Kyle and uh, Pat. You're all right. Oh, all right. So let's, nice. hear in, uh, let's hear some starting to hate country. I'm good. Hold on, I'm not following. Now, is, that the, <laughs> is that the one he hates or is that the one he likes? It's he's starting to hate it. I was starting to hate it after about the 12th yeah, name. Hate, I was hating on that song. Lance, thanks a lot. And I will throw out apologies to John Mo- John Mooger. John Mooger. <laughs> John, John Mooger. <laughs> Kellen Camp. John Cougar Mellencamp because he has to sleep with post-surgery Meg Ryan. So, uh, I think I did actually look at ROCK in the USA because I was in a band in high school and we played that. What's it? Jackie Wilson, something, something. Mitch Ryder, they were rocking. Jimmy Rogers. Meg Meg Ryan, she was rocking. I had no idea. I've lived in Los Angeles for 15 years. Easy. Mm -hmm. Where's Lake Los Angeles? Where's Lake Los Angeles? There's no lake in Los Angeles. He might be making that up. Okay. Maybe he lives down by, like, the reservoir (laughs) in a van by the river. What else is happening? Anything? Any other business today? Uh, yeah, I got a game for you guys. Well, this I don't want to play. What about you, Murray? Uh, games? No, I don't yeah. do games. Right. What's the game? Let's hear it. Uh, it's called Hanson or Manson, and you mm. have to guess whether it is a Beck Hanson lyric or if it's a quote from Charles Manson. Whoa! Whoa. I thought this wow. was going to be the band Hanson versus Marilyn. Yeah. So did I. Wow, you no. tricked us. Wow. It's All good right. that you're so, stepping away from the video games for a while. <laughs> so you're going to read a line to us, and we're going to... Is it Beck Hansen it's or Beck Manson? or... Charles. Charles. Okay, it's Beck or Charles. Okay. And uh, in fairness, Charles Manson did record some music. So. He did. He did. Um, how are we... Uh, you guys just... Each one guesses. We'll tally it up. Okay. All right. How many questions? Uh, 47. Like 10. Okay. 10. That's a lot. Murray was late. That's All a right. lot. I went to the wrong studio. All right. All right. So you guys ready? He, yes. he actually went to Adam Carolla's studio. <laughs> Go ahead. He just went to his house, to his own studio. <laughs> Call him at midnight. Uh, all right. Uh, you get a parking ticket and a maggot on your sleeve, so shave your face. Beck. Uh, no, Charles. It's Beck. Damn it. So, uh, all right. Heaven's drunk on the poison you choose. Charm the wolves in the eyes of a gambler. Charles. I'm going to go Charles on that one, too. That's Beck. Is that Beck? Okay. That's Beck. That's me, <clears throat> pro. Uh, That's what it's from EPro. Oh, okay. So far, this is a this is a good this is a good game, and both of those people are crazy. <laughs> uh, how old am I? I'm as old as my mother told me. Charles. I'm gonna go Charles. That's Charles Manson. Okay. okay. So he's Murray winning two to, two to one. Two to one. Light a wooden matchstick. Toxic fumes and the burning plastic. Beck. Beck. That's Beck. Did anybody hear my answer? <clears throat> Excuse me. Beck. There you go. All right. Uh, my father is in the jailhouse. My father is in your system. I am only what you made me. I am only a reflection of you. Beck. Go on, Charles. That's Charles Manson. Jeez. Or I two. have his first album. Charles Manson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never thought I was normal. Never tried to be normal. Beck. Charles. That's Charles Manson. Damn it, that's, a, that's a very famous quote of his, actually. I don't like it. 
We're not in Wonderland anymore, Alice. Charles. Wow. It's actually from Swingers, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Charles. It is Charles. Okay, good, good, good. You're still winning. You're I, still I, winning. I just won again. I can't wait to see the trophy you get for uh, this. <laughs> Right up your ass. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real furry dog with a swastika on its forehead. Right. And why does it go up my ass? I don't understand. Yeah, that's mean. The guy's got a bad back. I'm not questioning it. I'm just ghetto blasting, disintegrating rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Beck. Beck. That's Beck. Uh, I'm a nobody. I'm a tramp. I'm a bum, a hobo, a boxcar, and a jug of wine, and a straight razor. If you get too close to me, Murray. <laughs> I have it tattooed on my back. <laughs> Uh, that is Beck. We go, Charles. It's Charles Manson. I'm terrible. I, I am, I'm cleaning up. Yeah, you are. Ki- you're you getting are. everyone. I'm losing everyone. Uh, why are you so confident? Why are you so confident? Why are you so confident? Beck. I'm, I'm going Charles again. Beck. That's Beck. Okay, oh, I was going to go back just for two. the numbers. Is right, there a, is there a good. final question that's worth thirty points? No, that was that, that has was math last, in it. That was the last question. All right. Oh, that was the last question. Then you, you should have let up to it. You should have let up to it. I was down to it, and I didn't know. <clears throat> you won like eight to two. thirty-seven to three. I think I it was think like it was, eight to I two. Think it was thirty-seven. Yeah, that was I think it was eight, eight to two. What do I win? Trophy right up your ass, according to <laughs> earlier. Yeah, I should have thrown it. <laughs> I should have taken a dive. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay, well, Murray, this that was, was great. That was a great game, man. That was fun. This was. Uh, we have a lot of songs to cover today. We're going to try to blow through it here. We're going to try to have some fun. Murray, you came up with this topic, correct? I did. Did I really? I think okay. so. So I'm going to let you introduce it. I'm going to let you. Uh, I'm going to let you discuss it. I'm going to let you go first. And Kyle, if you could turn my mic off. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, since uh, the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announcements came out, I figured, why don't we feature uh, this year's inductees? Mm-hmm. Wish I would have looked at these inductees before I suggested this. <laughs> like, you didn't think this was a, I thought this was a pretty good year. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Compared so. to some of the past years? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some good people in there, but then there's some... Well, you know what? It really lacks It lacks a lot of my favorites. Okay, you know so why... It's really, you, so it's really hard You for know why it was a good year for me? All, all these people, I actually own their stuff. I know, so I know. maybe that's why. That's the other thing I was thinking. Wow, if, even the band I don't like, I own their stuff, and we'll talk about that. I was that. thinking, this is like classic Pat Francis. It is. Prime episode. So but, we're going to go in alphabetical order. Okay. Can I just... I, I figure I got some facts on the Rock and Roll Show, sure, yeah. Give it yeah, to yeah, us. That, you, if, if, for those of you who don't know, it's in Cleveland. All right. It was founded in 1983 by Ahmet Ertegen. Did I say that right? I never say, I never say his name Ahmet right. Ahmet Ertegen. Ertegen, right? Right? I think so. The foundation was founded in uh, 83, and then they built... Uh, Cleveland got it and opened in 95. Mm-hmm. They won... Cleveland won... <laughs> By lobbying this, uh, uh, Alan Freed was from Cleveland. Okay. He coined the term rock and roll. The All first right. rock and roll concert was in Cleveland. Wow. Shut down after the first song. Okay. And uh, Cleveland put up $65 million for the facility. <laughs> Well, all right. I don't, I don't know what they spent that on. <laughs> where do you think? Where do you well, th- here's the deal. I had Will Anderson on my podcast last week. He's an Australian comic, and we were talking. You know, it's road story, so we talk about on the road. And he was saying how he was in Cleveland, and after the show, he's like, "So, what's there to do?" People are like, "Eh, I don't know, nothing really, nothing around here." Everybody was like, "Nothing," and he's like, "Isn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland?" Like, yeah, you don't want to go to that. Wow. So apparently, it's a dive. Yeah, I heard it stinks. So a, a like, lot of people I know have been there, and they say it's terrible. It's like a sh- the shittiest record store you've ever been in. <laughs> and like 
it's it's almost like they're like, yeah, if you want to see memorabilia, go to Hard Rock. Like that. Yeah. Oh, really? There's more memorabilia in a Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> there might be more memorabilia in my office at home. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> that's because uh, I've always wanted to go. That's yeah. a, what a bummer. Actually, if you you uh, here in Los Angeles, if you go down to the Grammy Museum, they have some great. They 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 like change the shows out all the time. Right yeah. now, I think there's a Cheap Trick and a Ringo exhibit, and they're great. Uh, the Grammy Museum down by the lake. <laughs> it's right near Lake Los Angeles. <laughs> what um, and the uh, I, I guess I guess Cleveland then that's a good place to have it. I mean, where I would you put it? And where would you put a pile of shit, Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, we just lost him. That's Kyle, good. right on. That's good. That's a good one. Murray's back is season up. It is. Wow. I have a bad backish probably. Uh, hurt my back the other day, so I'm a little I'm a little wonky right now. Sound like you said you should probably hurt your back the other day. <laughs> You said, I have a bad back. You should probably hurt your back the other day. Are you on painkillers? I am. <laughs> no, I'm not. So I'm let's, uh, you want to ki- kick it off with who's our first in alphabetical order? In who's alphabetical our first order. inductee? Oh, of course. Of course, this is Pat Francis all over it. Mm-hmm. The E Street Band. Now, the, uh, do, you, do you think they should be in? I thought it was weird. I didn't realize. It is well, weird. I'm not a huge Bruce fan, and I didn't realize they did. I thought they just played with Bruce. I didn't realize they were the E Street Band and traveled and backed up other people. I didn't know they did either. And apparently they did a lot of it. But the, um, they're not really credited on the albums. I mean, if I'm thinking of my albums, if you look on the spines, it always says Bruce Springsteen. There's few that say Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Um, yeah, there's one. I actually brought one song from an album that I like that they're not credited as the E Street mm-hmm. Band. But they are, the, but it is the East Street. Band. It is the East Street. Band. Yeah, yeah. And okay. So and then there's like a weird. He took like 20 years away from them, and then they came back with the Rising in 2002. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know. I, you when know, you're the boss, you can declare who's. Let on me your tell you, and people will hate that I say this, but I saw Springsteen on the tour when he didn't have the East Street Band, mm-hmm. and that was a that was a pretty kick-ass band too. Oh, really? <laughs> it was really. Yeah, it how, was. How many bands has he had? He, it was really the East Street Band, and then he took a break from them to for the uh, Lucky Town and Human Touch albums, oh, okay. and. Uh, I I love that band that he had with him then, you know Roy Bitten, the keyboard player, sure. was still with that band. But it was Shane Fontaine on guitar, oh, and okay. Zach Alford on drums. Mm-hmm. It was great. That sounds cool. Yeah, and he I felt felt I felt that Bruce was really invigorated on that tour. Really, like he was like, oh, I'm playing with all these new people. I've only seen him once. I saw him on the Rising, which was the first album I ever bought by Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. And he was great. He had the E Street Band. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, and they were, re- they were uh, reinvigorated on that tour, too, because they were back with him again. Yeah. So. We were talking about, my wife and I were talking about this last night because we went and saw him at Dodger Stadium. And my wife, the day we went to see him, my wife was in Barney's. Mm-hmm. And she saw Bruce and Patty. Oh, wow. And I'm like, did you say something to him? She's like, no. I'm like, that, that's where I would. I'd be like, hey, Bruce, I'm going to see you tonight. You know? And hey, she's like, but, hey, Murray. What's up? Got a, yeah, I got some... Uh, Listen to road stories. <laughs> oh yeah, what do and you think? Wondering if you're ever gonna have a, <laughs> you're ever gonna have a Danny Federici on. <laughs> oh, from the E Street Band. Yeah, yeah. How many members of the E Street Band should I have on? Uh, let me think. Let me see. Some of them are dead. So uh, I guess you could have Federici. You could have Weinberg. Weinberg's Jewish. So you might not have him on. Why don't you book the show on a Saturday and he won't be able to show up? He he observes. I just did. Just that one. <laughs> awesome. Um, <laughs> Terrible. No, no, it was great. Oh, so my wife is okay. in Barney's. Doesn't say anything mm-hmm. to him, but she's like, but she was looking at this like ten thousand dollar necklace or whatever. Like, uh-huh. yeah, it must be nice, whatever. So we go to the we go to the concert. Dodger Stadium. Lights go down. Band comes out. 
She comes out, Mary, my wife at the top of her life. She bought the necklace. <laughs> <laughs> the lights hit it. The lights hit it. Bling. The lights hit it, and then it was like it was like a mirror ball. Lights went all around the whole Staples Center. Uh, um, are we going to play some E Street Band? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, what do you got? Give me number two off uh, Bruce Springsteen's Tunnel of Love. This is the title track. Maybe I'll sing along. I think I like all the stuff Bruce Springsteen fans wouldn't like. Like I, I like Tunnel of Love. Oh, I love Tunnel, and I like Tunnel the Rising. And yeah. I, I feel like it's not like Nebraska. It's not yeah. like you know. East Street Shuffle or whatever that right. name, you know. No, I love I love the Tunnel of Love album. I love it. Let's um I picked a I picked a live song just because I think that's where the E Street band excels live. And I think this is if you had if you picked one song that Bruce absolutely has to play every single night, it's this one. This is from nineteen seventy five at the Hammersmith Odeon near Lake London. Max Weinberg's got a tight snare there. Good song, man. We're good. I mean, as much as it gets played, it's a good song. It is a good song. You know, um, I pretty much grew up in New Jersey. It wasn't until I watched Behind the Music in like 97 that I mm. didn't know that Bruce wasn't a household name until Born in the USA. Yeah. Like I thought he was just this mega star. Yeah. And I didn't realize he didn't break it. really break until uh, Born in the USA. That song made me think of something to ask you, Murray. Did, uh, did Los Angeles rip the bones from your back? Is that why you're, uh, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, hurting right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so that's our Easter. If, if it was Bruce, obviously, I think we'd spend a little bit more time on it. But since it's just this, the backup band that rides around in a packing van and gets paid $300 a show, we're going to move on. We should have just featured Tambourine. I wonder if they're going to... Are they going to show up and just play, like, without Bruce? I bet. I bet they're going to play, and I bet it's going to be, like, three different singers. singers. Yeah, I bet Beck's going to show up, and maybe Charlie Manson will get Manson would show. That would be sing. awesome. That would be great. So who do we got next? We got, uh, we got, is it the Beatles manager, Brian Epstein? It's the Beatles late manager, Brian Epstein. And he was, I like uh, to refer to him as Jerry and the pacemakers manager. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. This is interesting. <laughs> he also, uh, managed them. Are you going to play, uh, a song by Jerry and the pacemakers? No, cause it's awful. Okay. <laughs> but their big hit was what? Ferry across the Mersey. That was actually written about Brian. Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> How long was when did Brian Epstein pass away? Sixty seven. Sixty seven. So he was with them for He broke him. He found yeah. him in the Cavern Club. Did did he pass after Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band was released, I wonder? Ooh, that I that was sixty seven. I that I would have they, you know when he died while they were visiting the Maharishi. Mm-hmm. So I would say yes. Yeah. On that, because I think they went after they released that. Kyle, maybe you can look Kyle that up. Kyle might be looking that up. Um, well, well, he, are you going to play? So we're going to play a, a Brian Epstein solo song, right? Yeah, Brian Epstein Or are you going to play a Beatles song? I'm going to play a Beatles song. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to play a Beatles song because... Uh, all right, sorry. Okay, okay got, go ahead. Uh, 
Brian Epstein died on August 27th, okay. 1967. Mm-hmm. Sergeant Peppers was released June 1st of that year. So, so he got to enjoy a little bit of, uh, of what was happening with that. Yeah, yeah. Here, here, Brian. Well, good for you. Who managed them after that? That I don't know. I just figured... Uh, oh, hold on. I don't know. I'll check it. I just figured they were on their it. own at that point. We don't stop the show while you check it. You put your finger up like, hold on a <laughs> hold second. On, hold, Everybody on. Wait. hold on, I'm Googling. Guys, stop talking because I'm going to check this. Tack, 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 you're actually tack, quicker tack. on this than Garen is over at Never Not Funny. And you're doing a bunch of stuff. Garen's just sitting uh, Real there. quick while he's looking. Garen just drinks a sweet tea while he's sitting there. <laughs> uh, Brian Epstein was <laughs> instrumental in getting the wear suits to lose the jeans and the, and the leather jacket. It was a suggestion to wear suits. Well, that worked. up his act. And it was, he uh, had the idea for the bow. At the end. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So he's actually a decent manager, unlike yeah. mine. And he, <laughs> <laughs> what do you, did you find anything yet? No. They just right. keep talking about how he passed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Murray, just, what are you going to play for uh, us? I'm going to play this song. I want to play this song because it's, a, it's a, one of my favorites. And one night, I haven't always been the uh, nice guy you see before you. Mm-hmm. And uh, one night, my friend and I got really, really wasted. What, dude? At two o'clock in the morning, and we called all our ex girlfriends and sang them the song oh, out of their voicemail. You guys were mail. so shit faced. So, which one is this? Uh, is it three is or four? I'm sorry, it's three. <laughs> you better keep your head, little girl. I won't know where I am. You better run for your life if you can, little girl. Hide your head in the sand, little girl. Catch you with another man. That's the end, little girl. No, I think about it. That might have been a borderline felony yeah i was gonna say it sounds a little threatening uh but sounds like a little harassment my friend was uh so dr- i was sober enough to say no let's call the girls in your book what so, were you on? were you guys uh were you guys just drinking i don't want to really go into a past that uh i don't really like did you do drug co- we know that uh Spike Siegel, Siegel's, Siegel's got a bad habit and cocaine head you guys he's gonna you think coke he's, freak yeah he's gonna be late today man he called me at like four o'clock in the oh, morning. Oh, we're not recording with him till two in the afternoon because, man, he just he wakes and bakes at noon. Oh yeah, he's seen the sun go up, man. I'm he's so you. wired. He is like uh, he's like the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> I haven't crazy. seen it yet. <clears throat> oh, okay. All right, so that's uh, one of my favorite Beatles songs. Uh, and this is one of my favorite Beatles songs. Um, it's from Rubber Soul, and as always, when I can, this is Mono. There are places I remember all my life, though some have changed, some forever, not for better. Listen to those drums. Some have gone and some remain. All these places had their moments with lovers and friends I still can recall. Man, you don't get better than that. No, that's pretty good. That is one of my top favorite songs of all and time. And I have so many covers of that song, too. So many p- different people have sang that song. Oh, really? It's, it's just a, a great song. Yeah, that's such a good album. A uh, song, sorry. An album, too. Rubber Soul. Yeah. You don't like Rubber yeah, Soul? Of course I love Rubber Soul. <laughs> rubber Soul or Revolver. You have to pick one. Oh, really? It's tough. It is. I'm going... 
rubber sole. Get your coffee away from me. Like, don't ever. <laughs> you just drank that like a bunny. Make that noise again into the mic. Make it right. That's the weirdest thing ever. Excuse me. I am full of pellets. <laughs> what to eat. You go, we got to play. Let's play two more Beatles songs because, right, we got to. All right. It's the Beatles. Uh, play number four. By the way, go on record by picking songs from Revolver and Rubber Soul. I forgot to give uh, Kyle the finger. I was listening to it, so I'm digging on it. Uh, Let me play a song from the last album that uh, Brian Epstein got to see the band have success with. This is from Sergeant Pepper's Lonely. That's right. And uh, unfortunately, this is um, <laughs> this is this is a song called "Getting Better." And uh, unfortunately for Brian Epstein, it got worse. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> And that's the song that uh, Paul always said exemplified John and Paul's writing. Right. I was style. just going to say this. Okay. Go ahead. Say no, why. Go, go ahead. It's your song. But no, go ahead. I don't remember. It's Because no, <laughs> he said he, uh, Paul was writing and he said uh, it's getting better. And then John came in with can't get no worse. Mm-hmm. Right, Paul? You do a better John than I do. That's I why, that's why any, I passed I you the anything. baton. That's why I passed you the baton. I can do an impression. I can say like three words of someone. I'll do that all the time for my wife. I'll do like... You know, Liam Neeson will be on TV and I'll do like three words. She'll go, that sounded exactly like Liam Neeson. Do it again. And then I'll be like, hello. <laughs> I um, did the best impression of Alan Rickman in Die Hard mm-hmm. doing the opening to Baby's Got Back. Baby Got Back in college once. And I could not do it ever again. So you do not want to try that. Not right at now. all. But if man, if you were in college with me, oh man, we were having a good time that night. You're calling ex-girlfriends. Calling ex-girlfriends. Calling ex-girlfriends. Threatening as Alan, them. As Alan Rickman. <laughs> threatening them. Um, who's up next? What do we got? Who, 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 uh, this Peter, guy. I was surprised this guy wasn't in already. He was with this other band. Genesis. 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 Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. They got inducted in 2010. And this guy is Peter Jabriel? Yes. Peter Jabriel. Right? Am I yeah. saying these things no, right? No, you're nailing it. Okay. Nailing it. Nailing it. Uh, um, so, uh, what are you going to play? I have two songs, but I think I'm only going to play one, but I'm trying to figure out which one to play. Do I play one that people haven't heard or do I play like one that people, I know it's his turn. I'm just thinking out loud. I'm thinking out loud too. I, I have two. I brought a, I brought in one cause I don't like a lot of live albums, but his secret uh-huh. world live is a great live album. Is his face painted on the front of that? It's actually not him. It's just a, a, a phone. Yeah. It's like a red it's like a it's an old timey uh, phone. Oh, that's that's a newer live album, then, right? What 91, year is that? Ninety one, ninety two, okay, ninety three, somewhere around there. But uh, his backup singer is Paula Cole. You remember her? I remember that, Paula Cole, that Lilith Fair fixture, right? Um, she's great on it. But I'm going to go called with, her on the phone one night, threatened to kill her. 
Me and my buddies when we were in high school. Oh, yeah? <laughs> she was seven. That's what's happening on this album cover. <laughs> yeah, that album cover looks like it looks like a uh, blood on a, what do you call it? Telephone? Yeah. No. Is, there, is that a bloody phone? It might be. I, I think it's like electrical things. All right. So what song are you going right? to play? This I'm is not going to play from, no, I'm not going to play that. I'm going to go off his third album. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, which, some people, which is titled Peter Gabriel, but some people call Melt. Uh, this is I don't remember Oh my god That was one of the two I was going to oh, play really? So now I don't have to I'm getting into these songs and I keep forgetting to, to tell give Kyle, Kyle the yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to play you. I was going to play that one, but I'm oh, you gonna, were. I'm going to play something off his 2002 studio album called Up. And this is a song. Uh, the first time I heard it was on an episode of Smallville, when uh, when John Schneider as uh, Jonathan Kent. Wait, the John Schneider? Yeah, from uh, Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. Really? Yeah. He was yeah, on he played, Smallville. Yeah, he's great on there. He played. Uh, he played Pa Kent. Pa Kent. Yeah, Pa P A. Hey, Pa. Pa? Like pa. Clark Kent's dad. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, I never watched Smallville, obviously. Well, have you read a comic book? <laughs> no. Have you seen a Superman movie? He's no. Out, he's out surfing doing real things. You've never heard... I'm out with girls. <laughs> You've never heard the word Pa? I've heard the word Pa. I couldn't understand what you were saying. I thought you were saying Pa Ken like he was from his home planet. Pa Kent. Yeah, I got that now. He's Emphasize. A, he's a human. He is from his own planet. Yeah. So this is a song. They, they use this when, when Pa Kent... <laughs> John passed away John Schneider John Schneider and this song is called I Grieve Uplifting There's nothing yet has really sunk in Looks like it always did This flesh the way that you were tied in seriously now there's no it was good when Every, everybody else died from old age waiting for this thing to end when you're watching the scene it's good yeah now i realize just a clip on a show such as this yeah. but i dedicate this to brian epstein that's nice do me a favor when i, I grieve when i die cut it down. don't play this I told my wife when i die i want to have a viewing i want to be in clown makeup <laughs> Want to be right in the casket where people look in and they can't, uh, they can't be sad. They can only be happy. And then they can just reach down and go <laughs> honk honk. What's the worst clown no- yeah. nose noise <laughs> I've ever tried? It's like a broken uh, horn on a bike. Well, what does he care? He's going to be dead. He's I want to have like know. Uh, you know that thing on your garage door that if you, if it's coming down and you walk through the beam, it stops. Yeah. I want to have one of those. So if people lean in too close, flower squirts water at them. <laughs> I think I say to the casket like closed on top. Kind of closes on top. But I want the flower to be in my zipper so they think they're getting peed on. (laughs) We really thought this out. I did. (laughs) Playing this song, right? Playing Peter Gabriel in the background. Come see me at my viewing uh, probably a year from now. That's when this will all happen. Ooh, did you have a dream last night? I did. How's it going to happen? Horrific car crash. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. It's on. It happens on Halloween. I'm dressed as James Dean. Wow. Yeah. 
Would that be ironic or would that be coincidental? It's actually planned. <laughs> I'm going to drive right into a into a truck. <laughs> did What's he drive next? into a truck? I think I, I don't know he drove off the road. I thought he drove off the road, yeah. I'm going to drive right off the road. <laughs> right into Lake Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> right into- <laughs> Uh, now I'm definitely playing two songs from this next band. But oh, you're you can, up. You can have them. Um, <laughs> this, isn't this the most popular duo of all time? They've had uh, six number one hits: "Rich Girl," "Kiss on My List," "Private Eyes." I can't go for that. No can do. Man Eater and Out of Touch. That was six number ones. Yeah, I know. From there was a time from like 1980 through like 80, 83 or 84. Like they like just when the last hit. From one album would be off the chart. The next Boom. hit from the next album would come on. I mean, it was like Hollow Notes was on the radio nonstop for. Yeah, they are the most straight. successful duo. I think they beat out the Everly Brothers. Yeah. and they are they are amazing live. Never saw them. Never seen them. Yeah, they're amazing. So you got a song? Yeah, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I picked one off their 1990 album, Change of Season, an unplugged version. This went to number eleven. This is so close. This is written by John Bon Jovi. Uh, rewritten by John Bon Jovi. What are you talking about? They wrote so it, recorded it, and then he went back and recorded another one. Yeah, so far away. I don't know about that. So close. Yeah, so far We believe in tomorrow. In a better day. Then we lie down to sleep. So close. Yeah, so far away. Did you get the uh, info on that? I'm looking it up right now. All right. Should Obviously. we play another one? Well, uh, yeah, you can play your other one. I'll play, I'll play another one off uh, their fourth, 1976 fourth album. Uh, I believe this is their first top ten hit. This is Sarah Smile. What's wrong with you, Kyle? We're waiting for the sunlight. When I feel warm me and when I feel I can't go on you come and hold me it's you and me forever it's a pretty great voice not bad <laughs> not bad I've heard better um, okay, you you were definitely right. There's a, it was written by Daryl Hall and George Green. It says additional music by John Bon Jovi and Danny Korchmar, and those two guys actually produced that track. Okay, yeah, yeah. John so, Bon Jovi produced that track. I'm sorry, was I right? You were right. Okay, you were right. Son of a bitch. What did uh, you bring from Hall and Oates? I brought uh, I brought a couple of songs. Are Hall and Oates? Oh, another. <laughs> Just going to ask if they're in the Hot Rock and Hall of Fame, but they're going in this year. Man, I sure hope they get in. When do you think that's going to happen? They've been eligible for like five years now. Man, I hope it happens. Kyle, do you know anything about if they're going to get in or not? Can you Google that? No. Uh, I'm going to play a couple of songs. One from, uh, first one is called It's a Laugh. It's from 1978. Uh, This predates them becoming really big. And this is from the Along the Red Ledge album. This, uh, This peaked at number 20. Let's hear it.
my clip is long. Seriously. You know this song? Nope. Okay. Cut it. This is from the 1979 album, uh, Ecstatic. This is Wait For Me. Went up to number 18. Mine went to number six. That's a good song. I like that song. Now, yours went to number six on the adult contemporary charts. Oh, I'm sorry. Went to number 11 on the pop charts. What, mine? Yeah. Sarah Smile? Oh, Sarah Smile. Sarah Smile went to number four, actually. I screwed up. Yeah, that went to number four. I'm so bummed you didn't bring any of their MTV hits, man. I wanted to play some songs that I thought people had never heard before and that people would hate. <laughs> so I'm, that's what I'm I glad did. neither of you brought Maneater because I hate that song. That's one of those songs like super popular that I just can't stand. She only comes out at night, woo, mean well, and hunger type. So what about M E T H O D O F L O V? And first of all, I'm Maneater, okay you know what a Maneater is about? It's, it's about Brian Epstein. <laughs> 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 Who do we got next? Uh, I thought originally we would I would play like four songs from this band, but I'm not going to. Thank God. Now, Murray, you have some things to say about this band. I, I don't. I only have one thing to say. They blow. It's <laughs> the only thing I have to say. This is Kiss. Yes. Oh, How can Kiss what do you mean? List? They're terrible. They're a terrible band. They're 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 they're, they're amazing musicians. <laughs> the lyrics lyrics are poetic, are unbelievable. Are Meet poetic. me in the ladies' room. <laughs> just, I saw them in ninety. Six the reunion the big reunion tour where they brought back Ace and uh, Catman what's his name uh, Peter, Peter Chris, Chris. and uh, yeah awful <laughs> awful the stage you didn't the, like the show I didn't like the, well there was a couple of reasons I didn't like the show first of all I had the two enormous fat drunk long haired guys in front of me yep. hanging on each other with the Bud Light uh-huh. singing Beth at the top of their lungs mm-hmm. and every time somebody asked them to sit down they'd be like you fuck you you know just you get, fucking suck it why don't you Fuck you. This is fucking Beth, sons of bitches. And then their stage show was like from 1976, you know, like like Ace shot a rocket out of his guitar, but you could see the string and it was like. Are you telling me there's no spontaneity in that show? I don't think so. And they closed with rock and roll. uh, I want to rock and what is it? Rock and roll all night. Yeah, I want to rock and roll all night. Yeah. Good night. They always close. I want to rock and roll all night. But I'm not going to. But I'm not going to. We're done. We're going home. (laughs) You guys can rock and roll all night in the parking lot of Giant Stadium or whatever. That's a little bit of something we call irony. (laughs) (laughs) But. So what are you going to play? I will say this. Nothing. (laughs) I refuse to play it. Now, um, my favorite Kiss song is actually off a solo album. I don't know if that counts, but go ahead. And not written by anybody in Kiss. Is this written by Glenn Ballard? Yes, it is. Is this uh, you know it? Does this take play? I, this song is about Lake New York City, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the street, I was passing my time away. To the left and to the right, buildings towering to the sky. It's out of sight in the dead of night. Ooh, here I am in this city with a fistful 
Uh, originally done by a band called Hello. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't say Ace is back in the New York group. You know, I'm surprised. I know. Hey, I need to I need to ask Ace something before I play one of my songs. Um, so Ace, uh, Murray just played a song that you sing. I was wondering if you'd be okay with it if I play a song that you don't sing. Can I do that? Sure, baby. Thank you, Ace. He's a giver. He is a giver. He'll, he'll roll with the punches. Uh, this is going to be the first song off Kiss's first album where Paul Stanley decided that he would lisp <laughs> right out of the gate. <laughs> so let's hear a little from 1974, Strutter. I've never that song's amazing. You've never heard that. Before? I've never heard that song. This band is awesome. <laughs> I'm actually going to play. And this is I'm I like this better than Beth. This is a a ballad from what you're going to play. Another, do you have another one? You asked me to bring two. All right. I well, didn't realize I was working with the uh, Colonel of the Kiss Army I didn't over think here. That you were going to bring two. Well, okay. What did you bring? Uh, I brought another song off their solo albums. Okay. <laughs> but this is the solo albums while they're still together. Okay. That's the four they released in what seventy eight, mm-hmm. and this is off Gene Simmons' songs. This is actually a really good song. Radioactive? No, it's "See You Tonight." I've been around, been around. Kind of Beatlesque. Yeah, that's what I like about it. That's a good tune. I just picture him uh, playing this ballad and you're just like right in the middle, just sticking out that long tongue of his. I'll see you tonight. Yeah. Well, you know what? This actually works out good. You played an Ace song. Mm-hmm. I played a Paul song. You played a Gene song. And now I'm going to say play one that Peter sings. And then they're covered. Didn't he only sing one? No, no. He sang, uh, this is from uh, 1976, Rock and Roll Over. I like this better than Beth. I think this song should have been a, a big hit. And this is Hard Luck Woman. Oh, I didn't know he sang that. Yeah. If never I met you, I'd never have seen you cry. If not for a first hello, we never have to say goodbye. If never I held you, my feelings would never show. It's time I start walking, but there's so much you'll never know. My clips are too long today. I hope, my, I hope my co-host for next show has a handle on his clips. Yeah, seriously. Or yeah. at least be on time. Yeah. Oh, he's on time already. He is. Yeah, he's right there. Is that him? Yeah. All right. This is embarrassing. The guy's not delivering food. I thought he was. No. Um, I'd like to go on record by saying Kyle was singing through all the Kiss songs. He likes Kiss. Do you like Kiss? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Really? I've seen them twice. Really? Yeah. Kiss is on his list. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, let me what? tell you, I want to tell the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame something right fucking now. All right. 15 years, by the way, it took Kiss to get in. Yeah. First of all, let me tell you something, too. Let me start my stupid movie up. This is just for You're going to play a video for this? No, I'm just, I like putting that up there. It makes me feel good. Um, makes it seem professional. I think Pointless. I know the next guest. Don't he looks familiar. I'm not going to say who it is. Um, you don't know. What's up, April? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, okay. I do not like that only the original members are getting in. I think that Eric Carr and Bruce Kulick should definitely also be getting in. What about Vinnie Vincent? Not Vinnie Vincent. He's on an album and a half. Fuck that dude. Mark St. John, one album. Fuck All right, that Well, dude. we heard from Paul Stanley. We heard from Ace Freely. What's Eric Carr got to say about this? He's dead. Oh, shit. That's right. But no, I definitely think Eric Carr, who came in and took over for Peter, and Bruce Kulick, who's on... At least oh, six, on a bunch of albums, six right? or seven yeah, yeah, albums. Yeah, yeah. I, I think those guys should also be Was it be them or in. was it Gene and Paul being douchebags? Saying only only the... No, no, because they weren't going to let... They weren't... Wait, they're not going to play... They weren't going to play with Ace and, and Peter, and Peter mm-hmm. at the induction. Did that change yet or... Uh, I hope so, because who are they going to play with? Two of the guys that aren't getting inducted in? <laughs> Tommy and Eric Singer? I mean... Grab a couple guys from the East Street Band. It's craze. Maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe, but anyway, I'm sure uh, what's it? Paul Schaefer will be there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I hope and, Paul Schaefer's in, I hope he's in makeup. I, Paul I, Schaefer. I hope it's Paul and Oates. <laughs> <laughs> Turn your mic off. Uh, Eric Carr, sadly no longer with us. Right. Died on the same day as Freddie Mercury. That's true. Didn't get a lot of, air, didn't get a lot of press. Nope, that's tough. Was that's he the a fox? Tough, he was the fox. Nice. And what would you be? Would you be an animal? <sighs> What would I be if I was a member of KISS? What would my character be? Now, this is a whole other show, Murray, because you're putting me on the spot right now. Three-toed sloth. Well, let me ask you, what's the most annoying animal? Because that would be me. Howler monkey. That would be me. <laughs> Maybe it would be the Howler owl. Monkey. Maybe it would be the hoot owl. Maybe the owl. The owl? What would you be? I don't know. I didn't think about it. I didn't, I didn't know. Kyle? I'm putting it on Kyle. Uh, you would be the bunny because you make that noise when you drink your coffee. Do it again. <laughs> no, it was a... Uh, It was a rabbit, I believe. The rabbit. Was it the rabbit? Maybe. Yeah. That's how you hurt your back, fucking like a bunny. Yeah, that did, buddy. They used to call me rabbit because of my buck did teeth. You, what are you doing, Kyle? You're messing with some wires? Yeah. You know Should we buck, go, Did you have buck teeth? Yeah. Should we go on about my uh, teeth since we're an hour and a half behind? You brought <laughs> it up. Okay, we have how many more bands do we have to get to? We have four more people. Four. Four? Where are we at? This next band, Murray. Is it me? Yeah, it is you. Not a fan. You're not a fan either? Not really. I mean, I respect them, and I respect what they did, and, I agree and they with came you. along at the right time, right. but um, not a fan. I'm not a fan either. Uh, although, I just watched their live from the Paramount from uh-huh. 1991, yeah. just a month after uh, Nevermind was released. Would you rather hear Kiss than Nirvana? No, I'd rather hear Nirvana. Okay. Um, this concert live from the Paramount, awesome. Okay. It's really good. Obviously, we're talking about Nirvana. And, uh, and again, I'm not saying they're not a good band. I'm not saying they're not a good live band. I just it just doesn't click with me. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, but I picked a I picked a song. Actually, I picked two songs off uh, the album Incesticide, which came out in 1990, which was a um, not a best of, but just a compilation album of, yeah. of, of singles and stuff. And this is let's go with let's go with number twelve. This is Sliver. Mom and Dad went to a show They dropped me off at Grandpa Joe's I kicked and screamed, said please no. Grandma take me home, Grandma take me home Grandma take me home, Grandma take me home 
I don't think I've ever heard this song. It's my favorite. I like that a lot. Yeah. As I was putting this together last night, my wife was listening. She's like, who's that? That is awful. <laughs> <laughs> one day I was playing UFO, one of my favorite bands of all time. And Pilar goes, who's this? I go, this is UFO. She goes, they're not very good, are they? I'm like, but <laughs> come on. Um, we danced UFO at our wedding. I'm going to get a thumbs up or down from, uh, from uh, the person who's sitting here right now. Uh, Nirvana. Ooh, all right, oh, here we go. Wow. What about you, Kyle? Up or down on Nirvana? Jeff Lynn hates Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with Nirvana. You're okay with Nirvana? Let's just uh, get, give a little taste of uh, one of the songs I brought in. This is called About a Girl. That's cool. Okay, um, so <laughs> I just had a taste. I brought one more. Really? Uh-huh. You don't even like them. These are the two songs I like. And uh, uh, on this, we're each uh, gonna play one because we got uh, we got big band coming up next. Yeah, just do apologies. Well, let's kill the last two. No. Ugh. All right, but real the, quick. Okay, off the same album. This is great on the concert live from Paramount. This is aneurysm. Okay. I think the two songs you played are ones okay. I've never heard, and they're my favorite. Yeah, they're. <laughs> Yeah, uh, those are the two songs I like by them. Anyway, again, mm-hmm. I will. I, if it won me the live from Paramount '91, look it up. You can see, uh, Palladia uh, plays it a lot, and I think you can get it on DVD, maybe Netflix. It's a really good live concert. That's coming from not a fan, so it's got to be pretty good. And you're at not a fan on Twitter. I'm at not a fan, not a fan <laughs> of Nirvana. At not a fan on Twitter. I love it. I'm at, at never mind, never mind. Now, huh? This this next guy, I'm going to let you say his name. I don't know that I can say it. Andrew Lug Oldman. I don't know if I'm saying is that it, right. I don't think it's Oldman. I think it's, it's Oldham. 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 Andrew Lug Oldham. And this guy is best known for producing all the early Rolling Stones albums. Yes. And yes, yes, yes. And also a Small Faces album. And a Small Faces album. And he produced and he I produced he produced something from Marianne Faithful too. Oh yeah, he yeah, I think he discovered Marianne Faithful actually. He probably I think you're probably right. Uh I don't know. But early Stones like up till like up till 67, I think, when Brian Epstein died and he got out of the business. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. I want to find out what the last, uh, the last Rolling Stone album he produced was. He's also the one who encouraged them to do their own stuff, too, because they were playing all blue standards for a while. What, uh, the last thing he produced was Between the Buttons, and that was followed by the Stones producing their own album, and that was their satanic Majesty's Request, which is unlistenable. Also the wrong title. <laughs> right? Their Satanic Majesty's Request. Oh, it is? I'm oh, re- you know what? I'm, I'm getting... reading it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, getting I'm it reading co- it right here. I'm getting it. Co- That's not right. You've read words wrong. Let me tell you why I'm an ass. You just called the, their producer Gary Oldman. So don't... Uh... <laughs> Let me tell I got that confused with James Bond's Honor Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> I thought it was... That Honor is a Satan. terrible Rolling Stones album. Uh, who uh, sings lead vocal on that album, Kyle? What's George, his name? George Lazenby. George Lazenby sings. <laughs> so then after their Satanic Majesty's request is when Jimmy Miller took over okay. behind the boards, and that was Beggar's Banquet, of course. But uh, but uh, Between the Buttons was a, was a great album to go out on. And uh, you got a couple of Stone songs for us? Yeah, let's play my, uh, my favorite Stone song. Let's play number 13, Kyle. 
Oh, I thought you were going to play Bitch. That's that, that's not a Stone song on here. Play it. <laughs> oh, this isn't the Rolling Stones. Oh, it isn't? No. Maybe There's, our guest knows what I'm talking they're about. They're sampled on this song. Well, here's the deal. Kill it. Uh, Andrew Luke Oldham yeah. put out an orchestrated version mm-hmm. of the Rolling Stones songs. Why do you have to be so smart? <laughs> My wife loves this stuff, by okay. the way. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No. What the uh, <laughs> <laughs> Put out an orchestra, and that sample is an orchestrated is an orchestrated version of uh, the last time. Okay, and they had they had permission to use it. The Verve had permission to mm-hmm. use it, but mm-hmm. when they released it, uh, Mick and Keith were like, uh, "Wait, that's way too much." Sued them, got rights. Now they have writing credit on that. Every penny that that gets played goes to Mick and Keith, and none goes to the Verve. Now. In Mick and Keith's defense on this, mm-hmm. in uh, let me and I got to do a little research now. So everybody just hold their fucking horses. All right, well, make well, sure you let, read it right. Well, while you're reading it, yeah, I'm gonna play the last time. Thanks. So hear it. All right. It. Sounds nothing like the orchestrated version. I can hear it though. The same. That rhythm guitar, not yeah. you say it. Yeah. So, uh, in Keith's defense, Mick and Keith's defense, in 1997, when they released the song "Anybody Seen My Baby," mm-hmm. after it was recorded, they were someone pointed out to them that it sounded a lot like Katie Lang's "Constant Craving," uh-huh. and they agreed and gave her writing credit on it. Okay. Uh, to show how much uh, of a douchebag Mick and, and Keith are. Now you're going to take it the other way again. Okay, go the, ahead. All right, so the verb samples Lug Oldham's this uh, the last time. Mm-hmm. Keith and uh, Mick sue them, okay. take full writing credit, break right. up their band, destroy mm-hmm. their lives. What they don't tell you is the last time is a reworked version of the last time by the Staple Singers. Okay, now look. In Mick and Keith, and they don't give them any any credit or money. In Mick and Keith's defense, okay. When I was eight years old, my cat was up a tree. All right. These guys came over with a ladder and got that cat down for me. Okay. <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> we don't edit. Um, okay, let me play some stuff. Well, we do songs. now. This is from uh, both of these songs are from Aftermath. One is from the UK version, and one is from the US version. Uh, let's hear. Out of Time from Aftermath UK. One of my favorite Stone songs. You don't know what's going on. Do you know this song? You I don't know this song. Love a good glockenspiel. Yep. This was featured, what's that uh, Jane Fonda movie with the guy in the wheelchair? Vietnam movie? Born on the Fourth of July? Coming Home? John Voight. John Voight, who was going to let Kyle die one night at a Greek restaurant. What? This is out of time. You can go. It's a good tune. We are out to... Did we ever tell a story on here? I don't think so. We are out for dinner for P- Pilar's favorite restaurant is right up the street, the Great Greek. Mm. We hadn't been there for years, so we, all, been there. we all go out. Her parents, um, Pilar and I, her friend Kathleen, uh, our daughter Sarah and Rita and How's Kyle. Kathleen doing? I haven't heard from her in a while. Okay, she's great. Good. Um, uh, Sarah and Rita and Kyle's there. 
and uh, and then uh, sitting behind Kathleen from my vantage point is John Voigt and his son, and they're eating. The one that was making out with Angelina yeah, Jolie. Yeah, the brother that makes out with Angelina Jolie. Okay. Oh, right, 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 right. So they're having some Greek food. And um, Kyle is at the opposite end of the table from me. It's Kyle, then Pilar's mom, then stepdad, and then me. Where's Kathleen? Kathleen's right across from okay. me. She's uh, right in front of John Voight. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Now, okay, I got it. So at one point, I just happen to look down, and Kyle, I see Kyle take a drink of water, and all the water comes out of his mouth, which means he can't get anything down because he's choking, choking. on a piece of lamb. Sure. Yeah. So I have to grab, I have to grab all eighty pounds of him. And uh, how much do you weigh? One fifteen. That time eighty, <laughs> and I had to give him the Heimlich right there at the restaurant. And John Voight doesn't even look up from his plate. <laughs> I mean, we're. Seriously, it's a scene. Right, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was crazy. This is just this past September. Really? Yeah. yeah really? How yeah. come I didn't hear about that? I don't know. Yeah. All right. You haven't, you've never even told your parents about that yet, have you? I told them when I went home recently. What did they like, say? Why didn't you tell us that? What did John Voight look like? <laughs> <laughs> That's didn't great even... that you're fine, but how is the how star is of aging? coming home? How is he aging? He didn't even look up. It was always, he was, you, I know that he was just eating. He just said, what's going on over there? And it sounds like some guy's choking on not even getting involved. Yeah. Lawsuit, buddy. Lawsuit. Not even getting involved. Lawsuit. John Voigt comes over, cracks one of, uh, cracks one of Kyle's yeah. ribs because Kyle's such a dainty flower. Yeah. Kyle owns the John Voigt, uh, the John Voigt estate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> why did I, why did I save you? We could be living high on the hog. Seriously, what are you doing? We could be doing this in an actual studio. I know. Instead of a makeshift room with some, what do you call these? I don't know. About stuff. You talked me into the buying these soundproofing thing. They're still sitting on my desk for I know. Give me your kid to play with. What? Oh, I do. He loves them. He make loves a, playing make with Make a foam it. pit. We'd, oh, wait. Oh, make a foam pit. That sounds awesome. Fill up his... Uh, need more. Can I take these off the wall? We, Fill uh, up his playpen with him. What? Are we moving on to the next song? Why? We, we, yeah, we're running late. I'm so sorry that we're running late. Um, uh, yeah, let's play... Uh, this, is, uh, this is dedicated to all women out there. This is... Uh, well, just hear it. Is this a Stone song? Yeah. Okay. I, I dedicate this to all the ladies out there. It's a Van Halen song. I'm not talking about the kind of clothes she wears. Look at that stupid girl. I'm not talking about the way she combs her hair. Look at that stupid girl. That stupid girl. That goes out to all the ladies. Oh, uh, did they play that when you and I went to see them? I don't know. We oh, couldn't get, that's we couldn't right. get we inside. We could have got in, but Mr. Cheapskate over here didn't want us to Mr. Cheapskate. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to pay $250 to sit in the rafters. Yeah, no, well, no. <laughs> we should have when we found out the next tickets were going to be released for 450 right. So, anyway. We next went down time to, we will. Yeah, we'll see. Next time we will. I didn't hear anyone say, hey, I'll spot you the money, and then you can pay me. Did you not have leisure. $250 with you? No, I had like $125. I would have spotted bucks. you. Between me and Siegel, we could have spotted you. You didn't offer. We didn't know. We didn't know you brought $25 to go see now the Rolling Stones. <laughs> now you we know can now. get in for 20 bucks. It'll be great. And when you bought that god-awful t-shirt, I'm thinking, why didn't you just lend me that money? We could have got in here. God, who won that t-shirt, by the way? I forget who uh, the auction they, winner uh, was. If he, uh, auction winner, if you knew the story behind that. Yeah, auction it. winner, that Stones t-shirt that was in the, uh, in, the, in the surprise box was a shirt that Murray bought for his wife, and she said, I'm not ever wearing it as a good because she couldn't go she wanted to go mm-hmm. and so oh, you know what i'll buy her a rock and roll t-shirt i think she'll love it she looked at it she's like no no way it was a hideous t-shirt it was a good t-shirt the guy's wearing it right now the guy won you put you look that t-shirt well, on a, a sexy <laughs> that t-shirt on a sexy lady would be hot right stuff. that's my wife that was more for you than for her i think yes did she even try it on at all didn't even touch it should have made a baby thing, blanket for frank to wear I, I, while he's in his foam pit that thing sat on our washing machine for six months 
You never washed it? No. Auction no. winner, wash that. No one wore it. Yeah, why would you wash it? Didn't you? Well, Mary spit on it, so maybe <laughs> she true. wash it. It's true. She wiped up the floor oh, with we it. We got to get through. Let's play one song from each of these people and get out of here. I got someone waiting. All right. Who's next? You. You are. No, who's next? On, who's getting inducted? Linda Ronstadt. Oh. Yeah, I'm oh, not a we huge won't, fan. We won't put you in, Linda, until you have a disease. Then we'll put you in. Bullshit. Show, so she won't be performing, right? Was she at Parkinson's? show. Yeah. Parkinson's? Johnny Cash had Parkinson's. He continued to perform. I'm not uh, saying. Yeah. How does Johnny he, sing he again? Sh- he was shaky to begin with. When the man comes around, I'm going to sing like Johnny Cash. That sounds exactly like the song I picked for Linda Ratstad. I walk the line. <laughs> I picked the song. Uh, Burning Ring of Fire. Doesn't sound the like next inductee. <laughs> Doesn't even sound like Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, that was a good movie. Was it? He did a good job. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. Wow, the Dotsons just turned against me. He, he wore black. <laughs> Go ahead. Good point. You got one song. Let's do All it. right, one song. I'm going to do. Uh, it went to number one. Now Linda doesn't write songs. No, she, she doesn't. She almost every f- familiar song from Linda Ronstadt is is a, either a cover mm-hmm. or written by someone else. And so she's a, really in there for her vocal ability. Who to this day, if you ask D Bag Don Henley, his favorite singer, he'll say Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when, when right after Don Henley, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my top two singers, number one. Don Me. Henley. Don Number two, Me. Linda Ronstadt. And where's Glenn Fry? Glenn Fry's not even in his top no, ten. No. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so I picked uh, I picked a Warren Zevon cover she did called "Poor Poor Pitiful Me." Oh, great song. His version and hers. Yeah. She also covered my favorite Warren Zevon song of all time on that called Carmelita on that same album. Oh, nice. And Carmelita is a great song. And I love Warren Zevon. So I took a song from her album, Mad Love, which actually features three Elvis Costello covers on one album. But what not, year was that album? That was 1980. And I'm going to play a song that was written by Billy Steinberg. This is called How Do I Make You? Cool. We're done. We've got to get out of here. Maria's late. We're right. the whole, I ruined the whole flow. I'm not even having fun. I have to show. pee. Maria's not having fun because all these bands suck. <laughs> I think this is a good year. Yeah, I don't think so. I disagree. If you get a chance, check out the 25th anniversary of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame concert on oh. HBO. Amazing. Okay. Thanks, Murray. They, uh, Murray's what? DVR. Yeah, yeah. It's on my DVR. Come over tonight. We'll watch it. Hey, if you guys get a chance, watch the last episode of MASH. What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying it's not a good suggestion, or are you saying it's an obvious suggestion? Here, Look, if you've never seen it, the pilot from Modern Family, very funny. That has, that's a non sequitur. Mine makes sense. Mine will, pertains to Concert this. in the Park, Simon and Garfunkel, DVD. Buy it! Is that your Brody Which Stevens? one, Brody, Brody Stevens? <laughs> Own it for the music! Enjoy it! Um, okay, what do you... Yes, Kyle? That, that's how bad the... 
the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame sucks. They don't even have the the concert in Cleveland. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. true. It's true. That's true. That's venue. a good point. <laughs> you know how bad it sucks? They ruined our show today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not any fun. I hope the surprise guest the next episode does well. I hope your back gets better. Yeah, me too. Will you rub it later? <laughs> I'll, I'll rub something on it. Some liniment. Sounds good to me. <laughs> We're going to play four songs or just play one by this guy? Each play one. You, you could play one because he has an 18-minute one. <laughs> <laughs> you have an 18-minute song by this next person? Do you yeah. have another Linda Ronstadt or are you cool? I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Um, all right. The next inductee is, uh, you know him as Yusef Islam. No, you don't. Sure you do. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't know him, don't know him as Yusef that. Yusef Islam? Yeah. Is this the guy that flew the planes? <laughs> no. It's, no. No? No. We got him. That's right. We did, Kyle. Mission, USA. Mission accomplished. USA. Mission accomplished. Um, there's a creepy guy Who's hanging that guy? outside our window. I don't know. Did you bring? Is, is he with you? Okay. How many guests do you have for the next Just one? Just one, but he brought a fan. The Parliament Funkadelic coming in. No. <laughs> 16 people. All right. So you know him as you These two guys, these, I'm afraid these guys are going to beat us up. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they bigger like, than yeah. we are. There's a big tattoo on one of them, and it's kind of scary. Get that Popeye tattoo. I didn't know Christy <laughs> Stratton had you that guys tattoo. Can get a, you guys can get a drink out of that fridge if you want, or you can make yourself a coffee. I what? didn't get offered that. You brought a coffee. I you brought a coffee Starbucks and you drank and it like I'm a late. rabbit. And you were late. Well, that's why I was late. There was a line at Starbucks. There's not a line here. Yeah. Well, I, didn't know we could, I didn't know we had craft services and only for the and special guests. Did you go to a Starbucks by your house or the one I went to the to one us? right over here. Yeah, yeah. There's also a coffee bean and tea leaf. Starbucks. <laughs> I'm American. <laughs> okay, go All ahead. Right, you know this next guy is Steven Dimitri Gorgio. <laughs> Is that his real name? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I know because he's Greek and my wife's I mean, Greek. I knew this wasn't his real name, but this guy's had three bad names. <laughs> <laughs> I like his... Uh, I like his... Uh, his nom de plume. His nom de plume. This is Cat Stevens. Mm-hmm. Um, is he going to show up? Cat Stevens? Yeah. No, Yusuf Islam is. Yusuf Islam. How's he going to get... He's going to fly a plane right He's going to fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be better then. If, any, might be. if anybody's getting patted down. They don't even hold these inductions at the, at the, no, no, at the place. No, That's no, what no. you're saying. Yeah. They're here in Los Angeles, aren't they? It's right by Lake Los Angeles. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Okay, let's All go. All right. I will give you this. Uh, I love the name of his uh, albums. T for the Tiller Man, Teaser and the Fire Cat, mm-hmm. Mona Bone Jacone. Catch Bull at Four. Yeah, yeah. Boot it's in the Chocolate Box. Catch Bull at Four. He's missing a couple of words in there, right? No, Catch Bull at Four. That was his other name. Catch Bull at Four. <laughs> catch Bull at Four. <laughs> Catch bull. Um, what are you going to play? What am I going to play? Oh, I'm going to play. This is, my, this is my wife's favorite song. She's a big Cat Stevens fan. Mm-hmm. And this is. You um, get her a t-shirt. <laughs> she wouldn't wear it. Uh, this is uh, this is Peace Train. I had the other one queued up. It's funny. He says a song about peace and then he flew those planes. Well, it, I got a story about that. Oh, boy. It's funny that he sang a song about a train. <laughs> he flew those planes. Should have been death plane. Are you kidding? Have you tried to get on a subway in New York? <laughs> Here we go. Thinking about the good things to come. And I believe it could be something good. He plays an aggressive acoustic guitar. I've been smiling lately. With a bomb attached to it. Thinking about the world at one. <laughs> and I believe it could be someday it's going to come. Ten Thousand Maniacs, right? In my tribe, right? Had this song on the album, 
And uh, when he came out and uh, backed the fatwa against uh, Salman Rushdie, they yanked it off the album. And never sold another copy of that album again. <laughs> it's the only one you need. And if you don't have that track on it, don't bother. Then to don't get buy it. it. I, have the, I have the one with the track on it. Mm-hmm. I like that first album, 10,000 Maniacs. Yeah, the members of the 10,000 Maniacs, they're insane. <laughs> she's like, she's the female version of Michael Stipe. Yeah. Annoying. And, and how many people were in that band? I'm not sure how many. 10,000. Were there about 10,000, yeah. you think? Mm-hmm. That beats the Parliament Funkadelic. <laughs> it beats more people than your next guest is bringing through the door. This is, uh, he could have, I don't know how many people are coming. In. I didn't know you could bring guests. I could have brought some of my friends. Yeah, we have room for 24, 25 people to sit down here. I have 27. Should we start inviting people to just come and sit in when we record? Well, you remember how well that went at the LA Podcast yeah. Fest. And this is even better because they can't hear <laughs> they the music because we have headphones on. <laughs> just three guys talking. We don't even get the jokes because we can't hear what the songs they're playing. This is for Tiffel the Tillerman. Yes. This is one of my favorite Cat Stevens songs. This is Wild World. Oh, baby, it's a wild world. Now that I've lost everything to you, you say you want to start something new. That acoustic is aggressive That's even when it's slow. Is something ticking? Take good care. Hope you have a lot of nice things to wear. But then a lot of nice things turn bad out there. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. It's hard to get by just upon a smile. That's cool. You think he's going to play? He's going to play, right? Um... I, I, th- I think he's going to bring down the house. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to close it out. I duff One my, way or another. I duff my hat to you, good sir. <laughs> one way or another, he's closing it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we went longer than I wanted to for a guy that showed up late. Do you want to play another one or should we just end it here? Nah, let's, what have we learned today? We've learned that... Uh, Pat's an extreme when, racist. When you show up late... When you show up late, uh, it makes my whole day fucked up. It brings out the angry, racist, uh, homophobic uh, side because he bagged on Brian Epstein. This is not. This has I'm not ashamed. been. This has I'm not ashamed. been. A, who, who, a peaceful... lips, who lisps more, Brian Epstein or Paul Stanley? <laughs> oh boy, well, that's tough. Well, Paul Stanley does because well, Epstein's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Brian Epstein. A lot of people come up to me. They say Paul. Not say what. They say, Paul, who lives more than Brian than you? I can't even talk. I say me. That's terrible. That is Edit terrible. That Look, where you can think, we find you? Think Ace Freely? What do you think Ace Freely would have said if uh, Brian Epstein were to ask him out? Well, let's try it. Um, sure, baby. <laughs> Ace, Ace wants to go, apparently. You even ask the question. Where can we see you, find you, Murray? You got the Road Stories podcast? Um, I got the Road Stories podcast, Road Stories podcast uh, at roadstories.tv, mm-hmm. and I'll be doing it. When is this going on? When this, are, what date is this? I don't know. This, this is going to post. This will go out uh, the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, right. all right. Uh, that, the, that case this weekend, I'm at the Irvine Improv. Okay. And I just got back from San Francisco Sketch Fest, which was awesome. Did you bring your wife a Sketch Fest t-shirt? <laughs> I can't even say it. Yes, she loves it. We'll give it away in about six months. All right. Follow us at Rock Solid Show. Oh, and I'm at Murray V on Twitter. Okay, and I'm at uh, Pat underscore Francis. And I'm at Kyle Dotson Funny. And uh, go to the... Uh, Go to the message board. Go to the Oh, yeah. Facebook go to the message page. board. I've been jumping up there a lot. There's a lot of good stuff up there. Yeah. 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 Go there and really geek out. Talk about follow music. Up, follow us on Spotify at Rock Solid Show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle, you got a play out song for us? Yeah. 
I want to uh, give the phone number to. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you can call in. 330-81-ROCKS. 330-81-ROCKS. What's ROCKS if you don't know? I thought it's, isn't it, you said ROCKS twice. I thought it was. Yeah, 330-81-ROCKS. Isn't there one 330-81-ROLLS also? No. (laughs) I wish there was. We should probably get on that. Go ahead. 33, say it again. Uh 330-81-ROCKS. All right. I'm going to call in. What's the ROCKS if you have a BlackBerry, though? Uh, it's uh, you go to the store and you get a phone that's good. Wow! <laughs> All, right. Um, All right. Uh, this is this is a song by one of the uh, inductees that's covered by another one of the inductees. Hey, Ooh, look at I this! Like Somebody yeah. did some research. Right. Okay. Uh, this is from the Hard to Believe a Kif- a Kiss Covers compilation. Okay, from 1990, and this is Do You Love Me by Nirvana. Oh, oh right. okay, cool. Thank you, Kyle. It's not the two good. bands I don't like. I know. <laughs> it's it's not very good. <laughs> this might this might cause your back to go out. This is "Do You Love Me." Wow, that sounds terrible. It's awful. Is that Kurt singing, or did they let Nova Chess get? I don't know how you found this, but it is awful. Wait till Toad the Wet Sprocket gets inducted and they do their cover version of Rock and Roll All Night. 